featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, Aaron Hook. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS. FM RowanRadio.com Channel 2. Coming to you live here in Glassboro on this Monday, October 23rd, 5.10 p.m. here in Glassboro. Ten minutes past the hour, guys. And as we are live right now, uh, about 25 minutes away from Glassboro in South Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Phillies uh, have begun game six of the National League Championship Series taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. We've got the game live um, and up right now. Just across the way in our conference studio, and Aaron Nola is going to begin game six by striking out Corbin Carroll, looking with a high fastball. Phillies up three games to two, looking to uh, clinch their ticket to the World Series for the second consecutive year. Uh, and it's it should be a fun one. We're going to have our kind of live reactions to the game, as we'll probably get the first three innings or so in uh, through this next hour. Um but it should be a fun one, guys, is now to tell Marte. I don't know, one count fouls the pitch off. I've got Aiden Ray and Sam Prince here with me in the studio. We've got a lot to get to, guys. It's not going to stay just with the Phillies, um, although we're going to check in with them, obviously, throughout the show. But a lot of news out of the NFL. The NBA season starts tomorrow. It's a very exciting time in sports right now here in late October. Um, but for just just how you guys been? I know there was a big football game over the weekend, actually yesterday, for both of you guys that we'll get to uh, later in the show. Yeah, no, there was Giants at their second victory of the season. Well, and they beat the Washington Commanders 14-7. It may have been an ugly win, but a win's a win. And it felt great to get back in the win column. But the conversation has to happen soon rather than later for Giants fans. Whether if you want to win this season, who is the quarterback moving forward? Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones? And my vote is Tyrod Taylor. Aiden, what about you? Yeah, I... Love lights. What I was seeing from Tyrod yesterday, and of course, like us using our weapon, a lot of our like weapons, of course, with Waller, Hyatt, Saquon, and then of course, move, stretching out and just using different guys. And um, but of course, the offense still needs to improve. But the defense did the did their job yesterday. But the only mistake was that Sterling Shepard um muffled um punt. Um, yeah, no, fumbled. that was bad. He doesn't play punt returner. I yeah. remember the last time he's ever returned a punt for the Giants. You know, that's not his natural position, so, of course, he's going to have some errors for that. But if you look at the Giants team yesterday, yeah, their defense played amazing. Wake Bardale could have solidified his job the 2024 season. I, I still don't think this is a good team. Like, So, wait, wait, wait. You think Martindale has solidified his spot for next year? I, I think. But wasn't the defense playing terribly like three weeks ago? Uh, I, yeah. I think he should still be fired, personally. But we shall see. Well, I mean, Giants hold a Washington team that's just – they're just really inconsistent um, offensively. I mean, you know, in this one, the Giants' defense does hold them to seven points. A lot of the states uh, on the side of the commanders, Sam Howell throws an interception in this game. He does 22-42, 249 yards. Um, But the Giants, man, they were just – they just looked like a whole different offense with Tyrod Taylor out there. Um, he, especially for me, and I've preached this before, I know you guys have as well, um, he is getting the ball to guys like Jalen Hyatt and letting him make plays, and that was an element of the Giants' offense that they really didn't have is, is, is a deep passing game. And Tyrod Taylor, of all people, 
who you don't expect. You know, he of, doesn't have the strongest arm in the world, but he's unlocked that. Of all people, Tyrod Taylor brought the Buffalo Bills no, I know. to the playoffs, broke their 13-year playoff drought. I'm just saying he doesn't have the strongest arm, but it doesn't matter. He is way more efficient and poised he, in the pocket than Daniel he Jones. He has way more pocket presence than Daniel Jones. He's making the line actually look like a competent offensive line. Another thing you haven't noticed, we did not know yet with the Giants game. We got finally they got Darren Waller involved with seven catches, ninety-eight yards, and one touchdown. His first touchdown of the year, and it was on National Tight Ends Day. Yes, National Tight Ends Day, sir. Um, a lot of big plays made by uh, tight ends yesterday, but you know, Aiden, uh, for for the Giants, they've got the Jets next week, and me and Sam, of course, were talking about this last night. Um, I congratulated him on the victory, and we we said. You know, the Jets coming off the bye week. Actually, the Jets, I saw a stat earlier. In the last 10 years, they're 1-9 after the bye. So, just historically, they haven't been good. If the Giants can somehow find a way to win that game, which I don't think is too, too not, likely. I don't think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a Jet victory, and you're going to wipe it in my face. That <sighs> night, you're going to FaceTime me right after. No, I won't. I won't. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, have, maybe I'll <laughs> FaceTime you and, and have a little fun with it. But, I, no, I mean... You know, if the I mean this upcoming game, in I think could really at this point make or break the Giants' season. I agree, especially and I, to be honest, I feel like this will be. I feel like the Giants will lose a close game. That's my that's my prediction as of right now. I, 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 I actually agree. Losing because, but after like the Commanders win, I feel like it would. It's just gonna be like closer, just because overall looking at like the position standpoints, like there are some positions you can say the Giants are better at, and some positions you can say the Jets are better at, like. Mm-hmm. Example, running back, Saquon, is better than Jets running backs. Robert receiver, Garrett Wilson, over any of the Giants receiving room. Darren Waller over Jets tight end. Um, I would, uh, Saquon and Brees Hall, closer than that. I, I'd, I'd probably uh, I probably still give the edge to Saquon. I, by think, a little bit. I think it's closer than people think. I think um, yeah, Brees Hall is pretty good. By the way, two-out signal here, top of the first for uh, Dabby Moreno of Arizona. Okay. This, so. the, 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 the season was over week three. Well, hold Giants. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're, you're telling so me. So they're two you're, and four. Correct? Two and five. Two and five. They're two and five. They're two and five. Teams like the Packers are still ahead of the The problem is, Sam, we talked about this. They're, they have t- way too many winnable games. That's the problem. Which means you're not really even going to be in the discussion for the top That's two That's why picks. I'd rather have Daniel Jones start because he will lose you those games. But what I'm saying is you have those winnable games down the stretch. So if you can find a way to win this Jets game, it's not out of the realm of possibility, especially it, with Tyrod it, Taylor now, that the Giants could find a way to maybe eight wins, nine wins. But and what does that get you in the long term? Exactly. It doesn't. That gets you a mediocre draft pick right. and another mediocre season for a season which was supposed to take the big leap, but you don't. You take a step back, and now you have a mediocre pick. You're not a top 10. You don't make the playoffs. So what kind of season that? To be mediocre in the NFL is the worst thing. It is. You, yeah, no, you're right. Um, 0-2 count here in the uh, Phillies game on Christian Walker. Aaron Nola struck out the first two uh, outs in this inning, two outs signal by Moreno, and then gets Walker here with a high fastball. Christian so, Walker. That was too high, man. Come so, on. <laughs> That one was, yeah, probably a foot upstairs. But Nola strikes out the side in the top of the first. Philly's coming to bat after uh, the commercial break. But, but you know, Aaron, we're going to talk more football. Oh, we are. Tomorrow on 3rd and Long, we will have a guest, the first ever guest on 3rd and Long. <laughs> we think, right? We, 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 need a th- we need a... We're getting official confirmation an, from an our official guest. confirmation. We'll be putting out a official tweet tomorrow when we get official we confirmation. Will. Let's not spoil it. We're um, not. I was going to spoil it. I think we might have spoiled that last week anyway. You know what? If you didn't listen last week, listen tomorrow. Comes out 6.30. 
Big episode coming out. <laughs> Jets and Giants do play on Sunday. Biggest episode in third long history. <laughs> it is. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's just funny, you know. Um, and then we've uh, we've kind of interlinked the Monday edition of Offsides with third and long because I said I love this slot because it allows us to talk about some of the Sunday games and then the Monday night game tonight, which tonight happens to be uh, 49ers and Vikings. Guys, I mean, you know, how no matter if Christian McCaffrey is going to play, by the way, I don't think Debo Samuel will be playing, but um, no matter what McCaffrey does, no matter what kind of pitch town he's on, I, I all three of us agree that the Niners are winning this game. I agree. Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. Also, yeah, the Vikings obviously taking that step back again from last year, and then the Niners all around way better team than the Vikings themselves. And, I mean, obviously, no Justin Jefferson. Even yeah, if he the, was playing, it would still be San Fran for me, but – I agree. Yeah, they are in a they're in a rough spot. And and speaking of third and long, Sam, it's been a topic of conversation with us for weeks. And Aiden, you've been on third and long multiple yep. times. So we've discussed the Kirk Cousins kind of trade rumors, um, trade saga. He's not getting traded. He's not and that's what I said. I said he's probably not going anywhere. But let's just let's I, I especially said he's not going to the Jets, but No, and now he's not going to the Jets, but nope. you know what? We'll do a little football talk here, Aaron. Where, where, where does he go? In a world, he gets traded. So, I mean, I, it would have to be in the off season then that he would no, go. He's well, a, no, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Well, he's it, going to be at San Francisco 49er next year. You think? Well, what did Purdy? I don't think they want to get off Mark Purdy. My word, Purdy would per, have to play very bad either in the postseason or the rest of the way. Per sources. You, this is always your thing. You always got the sources. And you know what? How how did how is that? How are my predictions? Who are your sources? So I know, I know. You can't. Name I'm not them. They're confidential. They I are? know. But I would like to get a gauge on on these sources. Did, did I, I don't know where you're coming didn't from. Did I call you up and tell you that Dalvin Cook was going to be a Jet? <laughs> did you? I think. Did you? Yeah. Maybe I called someone else up. It might, I don't think it was me. But I mean, if if you knew that uh, ahead of time. And maybe your sources are, are, are trustworthy. I don't know. And I knew something else about him I can't say. <laughs> like, the the thing with Cousins is uh, it, it would have to be a team. You know, like San Francisco makes sense, but they have Brock Purdy there who is almost like a – I won't even call him a Kirk Cousins light, but it's like he runs that offense fine, and that's really all they need. You know, Kirk Cousins is like, sure, maybe he's a better quarterback he than is. Brock Purdy. Um but I don't think they really care. It makes and they no, don't want to. They Kyle want, Shanahan and they would have to pay a lot of money, Sam, to get him there. Kyle Shanahan wanted him two, three years ago. Well, that was when he was in after Washington when he was a free he agent. He wanted him. He wasn't the type of quarterback he is now. He's worth he a lot more money. I don't. Okay, Kirk Cousins is. I'm looking up how old he is. I don't think the contract is going to be that as much as we think it's going to be. Two zero count on uh, Kyle Schwarber here, by the way. Bottom one. He's 35 years old. How much money are you really paying a 35-year-old? At start of the season next year, he's going to be 36. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm. That's why I, I think San Francisco just sticks with Purdy. I think they like him as their guy going forward. I really do. We'll see. As as crazy as a story as as it is for a for a Mister Irrelevant to become a starting quarterback for a team like that, I think they want that to happen, and I think he's shown that he deserves for that to happen. So. I don't know what's going to happen with the Vikings, but I think we're all in agreement that San Francisco, you know, they're seven-point road favorites for a reason. Um, they are going to win tonight's game. Yep. Uh, they're 5-1. and one. I mean, you know, Philly with the victory last night over the Dolphins. 
Um, who, by the way, just kind of ran out of gas. At I a will say point it now. Offensively. I will say it. I was a big Tua supporter going into the season. Oh no, 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 no! Don't do what you're about to uh, do. Don't do what you're about I to do. I feel like he is keeping the Dolphins back. I don't think that's Look at true. his weapons around him. They're the fastest guys yeah, but Tyree, on the field. Tyree Till had a couple bad drops last He hit a bad drop, but still, I'm he telling did. you, they are a regular season game. They are built for the regular season. Trey Turner is just going to miss a home run uh, about five feet short of the warning track. So one out, bottom one for the Phils. Tyler Schwarber worth a, a leadoff walk. Sorry, Sam. Sorry. Dolphins <laughs> are first. Of the updates. Dolphins are first round exit. Calling it now. First round exit. Yeah. Now it's funny you say that actually because I was listening, um, I was listening. What was that? Undisputed, I think this morning. Um, Colin Coward is is my guy. He's that's a, my. That's the hurt. He runs a very. Uh, oh yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's your Undisputed, guy. Undisputed was on right before the hurt. You didn't know the show, and they. I guy. do know the show. I do know the show. All right, listen. I, I've been a coward guy for years. I've been right? a coward guy for. Since uh, I know, I know. Well, you probably go to brunch with him. I've never met Colin right, Coward. Probably, okay, you probably. <laughs> okay, let, let's. let's I'm get, not going to say anything. Let's let's get let's let's get to some baseball talk. You want to get to baseball? I wanted to talk uh, about Miami a little bit, just and then we'll do Buffalo and the Patriots because that's another game that I said. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Fair. My Miami. I mean, when you look at their schedule, um, next week they've got New England. They need to win that game, exactly. which I think they will. They will. But then you look at the back half of, of, of their schedule, and, you know, they're 5-2 and two right now. They're fine. Still in first place in uh, in the AFC East. Um, but you look at the back half of that schedule for them. Um, the last four weeks, they've got the Jets, Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. Um, that's a, And they've got the Chiefs going into the bye the week after the Patriots. You know, this Dolphins team is probably a 10-win team, but I think you're right, Sam. I think for the first time all year – Tua and these weapons ran into a defense like Philadelphia's Aiden, and uh, they just ran out of gas at a certain point. The offense only put up ten <laughs> points last night. They put up they put up seventeen last night, as I'm seeing. But um, well, yeah. no, the defense oh. had a pit six. Oh, oh only, yeah, oh only yeah, scored ten. Uh, oh yeah, so that's concerning. I, I just noticed the Jerome Baker pick six. No, 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 that's all right. But um, yeah, um, that was a bad throw by Hertz too. That was. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, but real stuff. Um. Yeah, definitely um, a rough night for the Dolphins. Yeah. Going into Philadelphia against the Kelly Green Eagles. The Kelly Green? Oh, the Kelly the Green Kelly Eagles. Green. Oh, man, yeah, he's got the Kelly Green on. Like, oh, my God. Nah, that's, but, all, that's all I heard yesterday. Yeah, all I saw yesterday. But um, yeah, um, to be honest, um, not their night. But, of course, Ty, Tyreek Hill um, stole it pretty good, though. He did. Uh, he had that touchdown catch. Only touchdown last night for, for the Dolphins offense that um, was setting all sorts of records. Um, with that offense, most total yards through Etzimati games and, you know, most points per game in the NFL by a wide margin. So, you know, Miami, we'll see how they rebound, but tough loss last night to the Eagles who get uh, to six and one on the year. Um, and then the Bills. Guys, I will ask you this. Is the – Sam, you're breathing, man. Breathing. I'm waiting for your question. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, the Bills. The Bills. Has their Super Bowl window closed? You think so? I think it's not closed. I think it's closing. Fast. It's closing fast. It, it's, if I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. I mean, they, I might, they might get McDermott out if they don't reach the AFC uh, title. I, I would kick you know? McDermott out. Yeah, I what, think What have the, the Bills done without Brian Dable? 
They had, well, yeah, I mean, the last two years, it's been disappointment to, to this point. Well, I think we have to, in ways, we have to just give last year I don't, uh, an asterisk because of what happened to DeMar Hamlin. That just shook the team up. That just shook. I was watching the Phillies game. Sorry. Yeah, I know. So was I. <laughs> we're all working. It's uh, a one count on a uh, boom, two guys on one. And I, you're – you had the Demar Hamlin thi- thing mm-hmm. happen. No, it definitely did affect. In fact, so you got to put the asterisk there. I don't know if I but, would fire him this year. I maybe I think he's on a hot. I, next I, I don't even think you could put an asterisk. On. I mean, I, it it affected them. It, yes, no, it, it was a no, traumatic no. thing to go through, no, 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 Sam. No. But it, it affect. But I don't know you, if that. I don't know you if imagine that. Imagine playing more games. No, I under no, I After I your get team it. Almost dies on the field, but I don't think that excuses the, the performance in the playoffs, and maybe a little bit it does. I because that was yes, but still, I think it was just. I think McDermott is absolutely on the hot seat. Uh, one and two on Alec Boehm now, um, but yeah, Aiden, I think this could be like really the last year for the because the AFC has got a lot of teams that are either on the rise. I mean, Jacksonville, I think, is going to be a real player for this conference yep. in, in a couple and of years. You know who loves, maybe even next year. Maybe even this year. They are a really good And you team. know who loves Trevor Lawrence? Who? Your boy, Colin Coward. Oh, oh, he loves the Golden Locks, doesn't he? My brother also loves Trevor Lawrence, so that's <laughs> good. that would be good for him. Boom strikes out looking. Uh, but. So two outs, bottom of the first. But, Aiden, I really do think this could be the, the last year of the championship kind of window for, I, 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 for I Buffalo. I hate I hate to see it because you know you just thought that division was closed for the Patriots. Oh, it is. It's closed yeah. for the Patriots. I mean, Bill Belichick gets that lucrative contract extension. I can't believe that. By the way, did you see that, Aiden? They did you wait, see what, what? Kay Adams Ian said? Rappaport actually reported that uh, the Patriots signed Belichick to a extension this past offseason. No one knew about it. Huh? Right? I thought after huh? this season he was going to be let go. But apparently he's around for a couple more years at least after this. Oh, my goodness. Very strange. Are they just going to let him get the record and just retire? And well, just... if they they won yesterday, that was his 300th yeah, win. 300. Only him, Don Shula. Shula Don Shula. And, ooh, I think uh, Chuck Hallis was the other one. Um, only three coaches in NFL history to get 300 wins. Let's see, let's see that. With oh, three. George Hallis. I'm sorry. I called him Chuck. Chicago. Yeah. People yeah, in Chicago George. despise me right now. Um, George Hallis, uh, those three are the only I mean, three. you got Andy Reid coming up behind him. Yeah, Andy Reid, th- it's at 253. Andy Reid's at two. Okay. Well, is Andy Reid going to play for – he would – you know, he's 47 wins off. Chiefs can probably Let's do that over, t- over, the next, over the next five seasons. Is he going to coach for five more years, you think? He can do it. He, do he it. can do if it. If he Will does he it with do Mahomes, it? yes. I mean, if, as long as Mahomes is there, he might just be the right, Would you do it? It might be him and Brady. It might be a Belichick-Brady type of deal. I got to mention, the, obviously, like, the Bills because, like, oh, yeah, like, this is definitely a rough situation for the Bills. What I got to say, like, after these last two weeks, that I, what I saw them, they're looking fraudulent. They oh, are gosh. looking fraudulent. Very they are. Fraudulent. They're, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. They're frauds. Barely being the Giants. And then, <laughs> um... Losing to the Patriots, who are who are one and five, like yep. that is not what you're supposed to be with a QB like Josh Allen and a receiver with Stephon Diggs. And I mean, obviously that's not the whole team, but like the defense is, it has problems. 
Yeah. They got torched by Mac Jones, man. Mac Jones, Mac of, all, Jones of all people. Did not look like an NFL quarterback of these last three weeks. people. And then he just starts looking like a gunslinger out there. Uh, absolutely. He tore up the Bills. I mean, the, the defense, and McDermott's a defensive head coach. Yeah. And that, the defense is really that's bad. That's supposed to be his specialty. I know. Did you guys see the end of the Giants-Bills game? Uh, Dable yeah. and McDermott well, I think we all did. interaction that Two outs. About. First and second, Bryson Stott. It's going to pop out to shortstop. Yeah, and then – Philly strand two, bottom one. Uh, we'll go to the second. Sorry, Ed. Yeah, then um, Bill's next game, they played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday Night Football in Buffalo. Orchard Park. The Bills are playing who? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. And then after that, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, two tough games. I mean, Tampa loses this weekend, but they're kind of another team where if they get hot, uh, they can be a tough out. And then, yeah, Cincinnati, obviously, you know, slow start for them. But I think uh, the Bengals are still um, – Really, really. The Bengals, I'm sure they'll be fine, but the Bills, I'm all I gotta say is they're frauds right now. <laughs> I agree. I certainly agree. Um, all right, 5:30 p.m. here in Glassboro. We're gonna take a uh, quick step off on um, on offsides, and uh, when we get back, we will transition to talking about Major League Baseball, the game that's going on right now in uh, in South Philly, Game Six of the NLCS, and uh, some Game Seven ALCS talk. Uh, 8:07 p.m. Rangers and uh, Astros will battle it out for uh, a trip to the World Series. Uh, but for now, once again, uh, we're going to take a quick step off here on Offsides. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah. Oh. That's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. WGLS-FM programming is made possible in part by the Grasp Coalition, an initiative of the Southwest Council. The Grasp Coalition is dedicated to preventing the abuse of addictive substances through strategic community partnerships. The Grasp Coalition is currently looking for passionate collaborators to join their prevention efforts. Visit their website calendar to discover when you can join the next community coalition meeting. For more information on the Grasp Coalition or the Southwest Council, the website is southwestcouncil.org backslash our coalitions. The Grasp Coalition and the Southwest Council are proud to support the programming on Rowan Radio. Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM, RowanRadio.com, Channel 2, coming to you live uh, at the halfway point of the 5 o'clock hour, 5.32 p.m. here in Glassboro. Aaron Hook, along with Aiden Ray and Sam Prince. Uh, we just talked some football, uh, but like we say, you know, Monday edition of Offsides, we preview the full the, the, the full meal that comes tomorrow on 3rd and Long. Um me and Sam and uh, our, our guests. Our guests tomorrow. We'll have the episode. Uh, but we talked to little Giants, you know. Obviously, two Giant fans across from me, Aiden and Sam. Um, very happy yesterday. Uh, we're either Sam, you weren't at the game. Yesterday? You were not at the game, the right? The Giants game? Yeah. Of course I was. So that's why you had to go home. No, I, I, did, I had to go home for some Okay, reasons. okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, I was like... I, t- I, I tied it in the same weekend, so I wouldn't have to go home okay, once. Okay, okay. I, I had a feeling you were at the game. Why I'm didn't like, you just text me? Did you see my Instagram story? No, I don't think I... I must have missed it. Must have missed it, man. You know, you just post so much, I kind of 
Sometimes I open it up and I don't even realize it's you. I'm like, yep. I see this every day. I don't know. Um, and you didn't you didn't drive up there for the game, no? No, I I haven't been I haven't been out of Glassboro in like a month. <laughs> oh, poor Aiden. Uh, we gotta get you up to MetLife, man, at some point. Um, for real. Before the Giants season is over, that is. So hope so. Over next weekend. I mean, that, I don't, mean, this weekend to be a perfect opportunity. Sam. Jets Giants. Are you going? I kind of want to go. I don't know. I, I, I'll, you, see. I'll see. I'll you see. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. Um, tickets are not going to be cheap, but um, all right. Yeah, We've got baseball to talk about, guys. We've got game two NLCS happening right in front of our eyes right now. Top of the second, Tommy Fan leading things off here for Arizona. Um, nothing, nothing. Ball game. Uh, Aaron Nola, twenty-three pitches deep and guys i think for the phillies number one this has worked out so well for them uh and as i say that nola hangs a slider and tommy fam crushes it to left field and it's one nothing diamond bats oh wow aiden butler is in shock and he just flipped us the bird that is unbelievable oh man Okay, deep backs you got well the lead now. i was just about to say how well it worked out for the phillies that they get to go Back home and get uh, Aaron Nola for game six. And, a shut- and close out games, guys. Aaron Nola has been so, so good for the Phillies um, these past couple of years. Uh, and getting him for game six tonight. I, I, I still think he's got a, a pretty good chance to rebound and, and pitch a good game. But Arizona does get on the board first with this Tommy Pham solo shot uh, to left field. Nola really just did hang that slider um, on the inside part of the plate. Uh, Lord is Gariel fouls this Nets pitch off. But the Phillies, what what a win that was for them, Aiden, um, on Saturday in Arizona to take that 3-2 lead. And now they trail one nothing in this one. But I, I I just have a feeling against Merrill they're, Kelly, at some point the offense is going oh, to come no, alive. Oh, no, the Phillies are going to win tonight. Yeah, they're all, I, it's only the second inning. They're, I feel like they're going to be fine. And, of course, winning, winning one in Arizona, they're up three games to two. And being back home is an advantage at this point. But, of course, the Diamondbacks were able to take two in Phoenix. They were. Um, both close games as well. Yeah. Um, both were uh, one-run games. Says now Lourdes Gurriel tees off, and it's back-to-back oh back for the Diamondbacks. Oh, my. Sorry, that was a little dramatic. Um, but Gurriel with a homer, I, I, it's 2 nothing Arizona. I see you, Mr. Hooks. I say That's not play life. See, 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 I kind of had too much non-Philly bias there. So now we get a shot of a woman in the crowd at CBP who looks like she's about to shed a tear. It's it's only the second it's inning. It's the second, yeah, inning. Literally, the second inning. I literally say something, right, and then the D-back right. just hit a homer again. What team was Gorilla? Gorilla got traded Gorilla to was on Toronto. He came yeah. from Toronto. Yeah, Lourdes was on Toronto. And then uh, his, his brother, Yuli, was uh He was on Houston before. Astro. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, that's. I thought he was in the Astros. Well, they something. both have crazy hair, as we just saw the shot on TV. He's got the, the purple, like, uh, cabbage patch kid hair. Um or like the troll doll or whatever. Uh, but he, I mean, Noah hung a slider um, to uh, to Tommy Pham, and then he goes fastball down and in to Gurriel, and same result. Uh, he, he pulls it to left field for a home run. So 2 nothing uh, Arizona. But, you know, for the Phillies guys, I thought it was really good for them to bounce back, Sam. You know, they lose those two in Arizona. Alec Thomas with the big pinch hit home run. The way they lost game four on the walk-off, or game three, I should say, um, and then for them to win that game five, Zach Wheeler headed to the mound. I, I thought they really just played a, a, a good game. And 
they have just been so, so good at home these yeah. last couple of years. Um, I, I think they're going to – if they can't do it tonight, uh, time match up too well. You know, tomorrow it'll be interesting as well because you get through Wheeler and Nola, and at that point, you know, Rob Thompson has kind of been – stuck in this middle ground of having to use either Ranger Suarez or Chris Sanchez, both of whom he doesn't really like to let go deep into games, Sam. So it's going to be a little scary if the Diamondbacks can get this to game seven and make it a little bit more of a bullpen game. Yeah, you're right. It'll be scary for the deep for for both teams because the Phillies only lost they before the World Series. Last year they haven't lost one game at home in the playoffs. Yeah, and just that, unreal. And that atmosphere is Crazy to plan. I mean, you know, it's 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 probably a little silent there right now. But I mean, I, I've seen people on Instagram. You know, people that I follow have been out in the parking lot since like noon, getting ready. Oh yeah, I mean, would um, you if you were there today? Absolutely, yeah. I'd be there like five six hours early, man. Of course, we'd wake up, have breakfast, and everything. But no, I mean, there's a meeting at the mound right now. Aaron Nola has been so good in these big games that if Arizona can really find a way to to get him out of this game early. That's going to be massive. And, again, the Phillies have exhausted Aiden. The Phillies have exhausted their bullpen in this series. I mean, <coughs> I, I was listening um, WIP on the way over here. Well, you listen, you listen WIP? Listen, I had it on the other day, and I and the Phillies pregame was on, so I was like, okay. All right, listen, my uh, my allegiance is with WFAN. Forever. I'm a WFAN enthusiast. Forever, forever. All right, but listen. My WIP, dad loves it. WIP was on. Don't get WFAN down here. Signal isn't strong okay, enough. Okay, know what you should do? Just load the Odyssey app. That's what that's I, what I, I do. I, I that's what my dad it. does too. I understand. And now here's another hit for Arizona, as uh, this is going to be ripped in the left center. It's going to be a stand-up double, um, and Alec Thomas is coming home to score. It is a RBI double. I don't even. Uh, Evan Longoria, RBI double. I didn't even see Alec Thomas get on base. Um, I haven't but heard that name, Evan Longoria, in a long time. Evan Longoria. Yeah, he was on the, the race for a while. And he makes it a 3 nothing game uh, in this top of the second. And Noah with 32 pitches, no outs in this top of the second. I I, I, I think the Phillies have to start getting the bullpen warm. But, again, they I don't think they can, Aiden. They've you used can't. so many of their arms. Absolutely not uh, right now. I mean, they had um, the off day yesterday. But outside of that, Aiden, I, I'm pretty sure Hoffman and Alvarado pitched three straight games. I, I'm, I'm almost certain. Um, so yeah, they, their big so. arms are tired. Then, of course, Craig Kimbrell as well, who yep. literally, like, I think blew the game in game four. Um, so I wonder if Ranger Suarez is a play here because I know Rob Thompson probably wants him for tomorrow night. They, but he, they're keeping him for tomorrow night. What about – well, then what about Sanchez? I think maybe you go to Sanchez well, as who, a lefty. Who, who pitched game five for them? Wheeler. Wheeler, but you can't throw him. He, yeah, just, pitched, he just pitched the other night. I mean, Nola really has to find a way out of this inning – Philly's trailing 3 nothing right now. Working on uh, Geraldo Perdomo here. The shortstop misses inside to 1-1 count. Longoria at second. I didn't I – did either of you guys see how Alan Thomas got on base? He – I'm pretty sure it was a – He's a – don't – A walk. On. Yeah, he did walk. And then Longoria doubled. Alan Thomas having a big series. Um, had that home run again earlier in the series. Pinch hit, two-run shot. Give Arizona the lead. It's not 2-1 to – Perdomo, this is not like Aaron Nola, guys. He no. has been dynamite in big games Aaron for the Nola. Phillies. Arizona has found a way to get to him. Three runs in this top of the second. No, you're right. Crazy stuff. I'm, we apologize for the silence, but 
Now, yes, yeah, so there is the phone. There is the bullpen phone being exercised right now for the Phillies. They just showed a shot of it on uh, the TBS and broadcast. 36 pitches are ready for Noah in the second inning. No outs in the second inning, and he's right around the 40 mark. Yeah, just shy of it. So I, I think you keep him for the rest of the inning. Oh, well, I mean, well, if Perdomo hits a homer here, then I don't know. Then you might really have to start thinking about getting him out of there. 2-2 count right now on Perdomo and Longoria. Because then it becomes second. a bullpen game for them. Then they lose the and, bullpen but for they've, tomorrow. But they've done – exactly. And they That's really the – they can't – this is – Perdomo swings and uh, fouls it off. I, I mean, a bad start, and yeah, uh, getting loose. Who is that? That's Mike Lorenzen. So he's one of the guys that they haven't used really in this series. Him and Taiwan Walker they've strayed away from, but – those two guys obviously have experience as starters, so if it gets out of hand, Lorenzen's going to come Is in. Is he a free agent this year? Who? Lorenzen? No, I have no idea. I'll look it up. Perdomo. You got it. Perdomo hits a drive to right, uh, and Castellanos is under it. Longoria is going to tad. So runner moves to third, but Nola does get the um, the first out of the inning. That's a good That's a good job by Perdomo, though. Move the runner over. Nice setup. Uh, Corbin Carroll here with a runner at third. Did you guys know that Michael Aronson wears bands as his cleats? <laughs> Does That's he? That's nuts. Well, but yes, he is a free agent after this year. Yeah, Lore- Lorenzen, I, you know, he wasn't even on the wild card roster, which I was a little surprised about, and they really haven't touched him, uh, especially in his NLC. Yeah, same thing with Tywan Walker, who I thought was going to start instead of um, Chris Sanchez in game four. As the first pitch to Carroll misses upstairs. So now this next pitch for Noah will be number 40. Um, at the end of this inning, guys, we're going to go to uh, Rangers and Astros before we go to the break. And then we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk a little NBA on the other side of the break. Give Phillies updates. Big game well. later. Yep, that one misses low. Oh, man. You can kind of – I mean, we you know, there's no volume on. Uh, obviously, we're in the other room, but, I mean – you you can just see right now there's a bit of tension in 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 CBP, three nothing Arizona, two out count now on Corbin Carroll man at third one out, and there's a strike from Noah Carroll takes it. You know the interesting thing as well about Arizona guys is they actually haven't been afraid to go to the bullpen. Um, you know Merrill Kelly getting the start tonight. Um, they kind of have their two guys, but Brandon fought, by the way, in game three was excellent. And Tori Lavolo pulled him um, kind of early as uh, Nola misses inside on, on Carroll. That's the thing about Arizona. They've got kind of that third guy now that they've seen Brandon fought go out there in a playoff game and, and shove. Um, you know, the, the thing is for the Phillies, they don't really have that efficient third guy. I mean, Ranger Suarez is a good guy. I don't know if you have a ton, a ton of confidence in him. Like, And we've seen that. Rob Thompson has not really let him go more than four innings. Yeah, that's true. And, of course, Brandon Fott, only only being 25 years old and a rookie this year. Um, he's, Suarez did go five and a third in, in game three. But, again, yeah. that leash on him is, is shorter. Brandon Fott, five and two-thirds. They pulled him after he had nine strikeouts. Wait, in the, po- in the, po- in the postseason so far – 2.13 ERA in three games, 12 and two third innings for Brandon Fott. So he's been doing he's been doing great in his first postseason as an MLB player, and for a team like the Diamondbacks, who isn't a deeply experienced postseason team in the last five six years. Three so, yeah. two, yeah. Arizona. I mean, 
it's it's interesting for them, man. Like they're a team that I think this year were a bit ahead of uh, ahead of schedule. Um, that you could say, and eighty four wins snuck them into a playoff spot. They've just got hot at the right in the, time. In the and beginning they did. Of the season, you thought they're going to win the NL West. I mean, and yeah. Offensively, I mean, they really do. You know, that lineup is pretty good. They went from a like a fifty two win team two years ago to a postseason team. Now that's I love to see Payoff that for, the, for that Diamondbacks team. Payoff pitch to Carroll on the round to first Harper to the bad, and they just Ooh. beat him there. And Longoria actually stays put at third. So Harper did a good job kind of looking him back. If that's a faster runner at third, I think he takes off there while Harper's making that play, forced him to make a, uh, a decision. No, it was, that was just a really good play by Harper. It was just yeah. hit too shallow in the infield there. So Harper makes a great play. Bryce Harper, the first baseman, who we've seen make uh, a few nice plays in this series. For the second out, that's a big one. That's a huge out right there. Definitely. So now two Noah outs. 45 pitches. He finishes the inning. Lorenzo's coming in for next inning. Two outs, and now here is the uh, the Philly killer to tell Marte. He's been red hot in the series, and it'll take a ball. Walk off in game three, by the way. Yeah, Marte had that walk off signal. Wait, was game three last Tuesday night or last Thursday night? What? Which one, game two? Last Thursday Last Thursday, okay. Yep, Marte had the winner in 2-1 game. 0-for-1 tonight. Here's the pitch. And he lofts it left oh, center. That, that'll be a fly out. Marsh is under it, and he's got it. So Arizona, guys, three runs in the top of the second. They take the lead, and we go to the bottom of the second in South Philadelphia. Game sits there. But before we go to break, let's talk about game. Before I say it, the best two words in sports. You know what they are. Yes, game sir. seven. Game, game seven. seven. And we have one tonight. Baby. We have a game seven tonight, Aiden Ray and Sam Prince. Texas Rangers, Houston Astros. Now, the thing the thing about this series is there has been zero home field advantage. No. Absolutely not. Not at all. Um, the road team has won every game in this series. Um, and you can just tell by the crowd. I mean, it's obviously, you know, Arlington to Houston – um, is a drivable distance, and I mean the the battle of Texas has seemed that way. It has been really half and half, no home field advantage. The Astros have struggled at home throughout the playoffs, Aiden. So Game Seven tonight in Minute Maid Park, I, I I think you know as Yankees fans we've said this, we know how tough a place it Minute is. Maid Park is to win in the postseason. But the Rangers have had no trouble doing that. The Rangers are going to win tonight. You know Dusty Baker has never won a Game Seven. I heard that. Bruce Bochy has also never lost a Game 7. I did so hear will that. will those stats continue? We this, shall see. This tonight. series has some great stats. Just, and Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, the little the biased Yankee fan in me, I'm like, <laughs> one favorite Texas Rangers. One favorite. I wouldn't favor. mind if the Rangers won. They're going to win. They're going to tech Ra- Rangers just do, win just, But please. Scherzer is on the mound, and he has been. Matt Scherzer has not fared well in the postseason. So... Uh. And Christian Javier has been very, very good in the postseason. So, we'll see. I mean, they send Scherzer out there after Nate Evaldi goes last night. Um, pitches a really good game for Texas, and they, they put it away. Um, in the ninth late, inning. Late in the game, yeah, with the uh, Garcia grand slam. Yep. And, you know, that was kind of a dip back for him with the hit-by-pitch thing and then the Astros coming back and winning uh, game five. So, this series has had a lot of lot – of, you know, vitriol, Aiden. It's been you know no love lost between these two teams that were. You know, Joe Davis said it best after the final out last night. He said, "162 games, and these teams were neck and neck. You know, it's only fair that 
you know, it goes the distance in this series to decide who goes to the World Series. Literally, this matchup has been very exciting. Of course, it's literally the state of Texas themselves. Yeah, so for the American League, so literally they're just battling it out to see who will get the bragging rights and who wants to like who wants to go to the World Series and who wants to get more bragging rights in the state of Texas. Because of course, I'm sure there's areas in Texas where it's like split between Rangers and Astro fans, like together. Obviously, if there's any of those areas, but this is a huge game tonight, Arlen, especially for the Rangers as well, because the Rangers have not made the World Series since 2011, and they've never won a World Series either. So they, this is a big chance for them. And uh, Bruce Bochy took one of those World Series from them as well. When he was 2010 Giants, yeah, Giants over the Rangers. Their dynasty they had. I I remember I remember uh, I remember that World Series. That was the first of three for for the Giants. Yep. Arlington to Houston, Sam, is about a four-hour drive. And, you know, Texans down there, man, you know, they, they they don't really care about that. Four hours is like 45 they're, minutes. They're living for this series. I know a Texas Rangers fan personally. He is the biggest Texas Rangers fan that I know, and he's from Dallas, and he is nervous tonight, mm, and I would I'd be, be too. I would be. I mean, again, especially with the guy like Max Scherzer, we saw firsthand here for us we as, shall as New see York fans, right? If, the Mets collapsed last year, and Scherzer. If, that, if they win tonight, that trade was worth it. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, but if he collapses, the Mets win the trade automatically. Isn't that crazy, right? That whole, that whole deal, that entire transaction, that whole move to get Scherzer hinges on tonight, how he pitches tonight. Well, that's what you trade for a picture of his caliber for mm-hmm. these kind of moments JT Romuto hitting here for Philadelphia he's gonna crush a pitch from Kelly in the center field gets over Carroll said it'll be a stand-up double for JT Romuto so good start to the bottom of the second for the Phillies again trailing three nothing Arizona with the three spot in the top of the second um but guys in this series it's you know been really tough um for uh, Texas to slow down Jose Altuve, number one, and then Jordan Alvarez, number two. I mean, these two guys have been so good, the heart of that Houston order. Um, again, they sent Scherzer to the mound tonight. I don't know, Aiden. I think I think both of those guys might get him, man. His fastball just doesn't look as great as it used to, and both those guys are such good fastball hitters. Yeah, and of course, Jordan, like, Literally, like, I can, like, see Barry Bonds-type stuff from Jordan. He really um, has been, like, one of the best centers in the game. The he, last few Jordan years. is a very exciting player in this sport. And then, of course, Altuve, he just, oh, my God, him in the postseason. <laughs> he just doesn't As stop. much as I hate to say it, but he is different in the postseason. Altuve? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. is different. And he is the one pl- player in the Astros who I still strongly dislike. <sighs> I, it, it, I, it's tough. I mean, you know, for us and what happened – in that series, it's it's hard not to hold a bit of a grudge. I, I think, you know, I've kind of seen Altuve, and I, I saw him before, the whole cheating stuff, before we knew about it at least. Keyboard I mean, knew about it. I mean, the guy is just such a damn good hitter, and he is really he's, just so he's good. A, he's very good. You know, hitter. cheating or not, I mean, the guy is just really so, so good. Um, so, uh, you know, while it's okay, you yeah, know, maybe he's a little annoying. They're, still that, they're obviously still that, like, good team. Even without the, even without cheating and like those trash cans, they're still they're still they're still a great team, yeah. and they've been consistent these last seven years. You want to know something that's kind of crazy? Go back to the NLCS with the Diamondbacks. Mass and Bumgarner was an opening day roster for the Diamondbacks. 
He was. And now he's a free agent. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Bumgarner on that team. Strike three on uh, Nick Castellanos. Joe's dad looked in for round number one in the Wait, bottom what, of the second. What do you guys think is going to happen tonight? I uh, I have a feeling Houston's going to win it. I do. I think Christian Javier has been so darn good. Dad, I think he's going to do it again tonight. I really do. Although, the, I, I mean, the, te- the Texas offense is really good. Base hit, by the way. Uh, Romuto's going to come in and store throw to second, not in time. It's a RBI double for Brandon Marsh. And it's 3-1 Arizona. So the Phillies get on the board. And uh, they cut into that Diamondback lead a little bit. Brandon Marsh with the uh, with the big hit, bottom two. But Aiden, what about you? What do you who do you think goes to the World Series tonight? To be honest, um, I feel like this game seven will be like a one-run game. Oh, like a nice two-one game. Maybe like six to five. Yeah, I don't know. These offenses are really good. I, I feel like I can't. I cannot. But real stuff. None. No home team has won in the series. But also, I feel like the Astros will just. Oh, I feel like the Astros are just going to do something. It's just... Uh. None of you guys believe in Texas Rangers? I do. I, Texas has been do- really good. Really good in the postseason. I, I feel like this will end... Just some I hope Astros. I'm wrong, but Astros win game seven. I hope I'm wrong, though. Rangers win tonight. Oh, I would lo- I would be so happy if they did, though. I, I think you're right, Aiden, though. I think it's going to be a close game. Probably a one or two run game in the end, so... It's going to be a close game. That's just my my take on that. We'll see. Battle of Texas tonight, 8 p.m., ALCS, Game 7. All right, we're going to take a very quick break because uh, the Phillies are in the middle of a uh, potential rally here as Yoan Rojas is at the plate, number 9 hitter. 2-1 count on him. Um, but we'll take a, uh, a quick step off, uh, and when we come back, we'll talk a little NBA, and then we'll get into our top five um, to end the show. This is the Monday edition of Offsides with your host, Aaron Hook. We'll be back after these messages. Tune in to the Roan Report every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Roan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Join me, Allie Bruce, and the rest of the Roan Radio news team as we bring you a recap of weekly news covering local, national, and international stories. Plus, we'll take a look at sports and entertainment news, too. For news around the region and around the world, listen to the Roan Report every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Roan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM and online at roanradio.com. WGLS programming is made possible in part by Barnes & Noble, the official bookstore for Rowan University. Located at 201 Rowan Boulevard, Barnes & Noble is your number one choice for prof's gear as well as a wide assortment of gifts, accessories, and sportswear. The bookstore is open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday from 10 to 6, and Sunday, 10 until 6 p.m. The Starbucks Cafe opens 8 a.m. Monday through Friday and at 10 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. For more information, their website is rowanbookstore.bncollege.com. The Barnes & Noble Bookstore is proud to be a supporter of Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, rowanradio.com, channel 2 live here in Glassboro, four minutes to the top of the hour, 5.56 p.m., uh, <clears throat> Aaron Hook, your host, along with Aiden Ray. Sam Prince has 
uh, left us here on offsides. He's got to uh, head across the uh, the station, walked about uh, eight or nine feet or so into the uh, on-air studio. He'll be taking over uh, pop flavor so you can listen to Sam uh, jamming out there for a couple of hours. Um, if you uh, throw 89.7 up on your FM dial, you'll get Sam over there. Um, but we're back here on offsides, and we've got about ten minutes left in the show. Um, we want to get to the NBA, but I think we've got to hold up for a moment. Phillies right now, two outs, bottom of the second, one run in in this bottom of the second for the Phillies. Brandon Marsh with an RBI double to drive in JT Romuto. Diamondbacks got three off of Aaron Noah in the top of the second. So a 3-1 ball game right now. Damn sit to the NLCS. Kyle Schwarber at the plate here against Merrill Kelly with two outs. And the first pitch to Schwarber is, is low. And so, Aiden, you know, they got down 3 nothing, but the Phillies, couple of big hits in this inning. You know, Romuto leading them off um, with the double, and then Marsh following up. You know, Schwarber right now is up as the tie run all of a sudden. This is a big at-bat for Schwarber, of course. It's only the second inning, so there is a lot of chances you could take here in Game 6 at home for the Phillies. But, yeah, it's, it's still early for this team. Schwarber takes a strike inside. And, again, Aaron Noah nearing 50 pitches. After only two innings, I mean, he's going to go out there for the third, I suspect. But if if things start to unravel again, I'm pretty sure Rob Thompson Aiden, is going to have a, a pretty quick leash. He's got Mike Lorenzen warming up in the bullpen right now. 1-1 one, one misses outside to Schwarber. Yeah, no, I like over 40 pitches um, in those two innings. So I'm sure they're going to have Lorenzen. Uh, they've had Lorenzen warming up, so I'm sure they're definitely going to like bring him in and see what he can do. Um because of the what you mentioned about like the pitching room and how tired like the um Phillies bullpen has been. Yeah. Here's a, they're showing a look back to game two. Schwarber in has got five homers in this series. Schwarber's and, been amazing. This dude, series. whenever he hits one, it, it's a nuke. Like he doesn't hit these these you know kind of petty home runs. He hits nuke. Literally like they're moonshots. Schwarber just that's what he's best at just hitting them, hitting long home runs that just go deep. The one the really night, deep. Yeah, the one the other night in Arizona was just a bomb. He fouls off the uh, two one, so two and two on Kyle Schwarber. He has a walk already in the game. A runner is at third. Merrill Kelly, who had those comments earlier in, in the series, and he said, "I'm not going to be shook by the CBB CBP crowd." Misses low here. Full count on Schwarber. Trey Turner on deck with two outs and a runner on third. We are going to see what happens here with a three balls and two strikes count. Oh, man. And this is, this is a huge pitch for Merrill Kelly. By the way, Kelly's at 43 pitches as well. You know, it's not, it's not like he's been super efficient or anything. It's been a big inning. Yeah, they got to go to their bullpen pretty soon. Here we go. 3-2 on Schwarber. Two outs, and he fouls it off. It's a good pitch to hit. 92 low in the zone. He just missed it. He fouls it off. Yeah, um, and you could three just, balls and two. The energy and after that top of the second was completely taken out of the building. But all they needed was that one uh, run to come in and just close the gap a little bit, and now they're back alive in in South Philly. I agree. Got to get as many runs as you can. Eighth pitch of the at bat against Schwarber, and it's low. Ball it's four. a walk. So second walk to the game. Trey Turner is going to be coming up here. First and third, two outs. Philly's down by two. In the bottom of the second. So Trey Turner, Aiden, who at the start of the year, people wanted the people wanted him traded. I mean, I mean legitimately serious. I mean, you literally signed him for ten years. Why would that why the hell would you trade him 
right after you signed him in this offseason. People wanted him done. They thought he was going to be a bust here. They ended up cheering on him, and then he just just dominates. Yeah, I mean, he ended up, like, for for the start to the year that he had, and especially the cold stretch, um, you know, in July, Aiden, uh, the year that Turner ended up having is pretty, like, in line with what I think Phillies fans expected for him if he had, you know, been at his best all year. Maybe a little better, but his season was still pretty damn good. 266 average, 320 on base, 779 OPS. You would like that probably to be higher. Yeah. But 26 homers, 76 RBIs, 102 runs, 35 doubles, 30 stolen bases. Also like, also has three home, three home runs this postseason. Yeah, so he's, he's been, been great in the he's postseason. He's been great. He's been absolutely great in the postseason. First and third here, Turner swings and misses. Also a pretty experienced guy in the postseason as he's played for the Dodgers. He's played for the 2019 Washington Nationals. He has he has the experience. He's played in big games. Big situations for this guy. 100%. So an 0-1 count, swing and miss at the uh, first pitch. First and third, Phillies down by two. Two outs, bottom of the second. Pitch number 47 incoming. Yeah, again, Kelly has been uh, working that. And Trey steps out. Up. He does step out. Now he's ready. Oh, one count. Merrill Kelly to Turner. And he fouls it back, 0-2. Another foul ball. Um, another big pitch for Merrill Kelly. Also, with only, it's only – it's an 0-2 count, so Trey needs to look at his pitch to make sure he knows what he's doing. He's got Bryce Harper behind him waiting. Bryce Harper in the postseason, man. It's only special, dude. 0-2. And Turner strikes uh, out. Strikes out, first and third. So Big pitch strand, from Merrill Kelly. Strand a couple runners. You're right. Big pitch for Merrill, Merrill Massive Kelly. Massive pitch. Gets out of the inning. Phillies do get a run back, though. It's 3-1 as we go to the third in uh, in South Philly there. So, all right, Aiden, that gives us some time here. Last few minutes of the show. We got the NBA tomorrow, baby. We got yes, the we NBA. Do. Two uh, opening night games tomorrow. Lakers will be in Denver taking on the uh, defending champion Nuggets. And then the Phoenix Suns, the new-look Phoenix Suns with Bradley Beal uh, are going to be taking on the Golden State Warriors. Um how excited are we in for opening night? I can't. I mean, I'm I'm stoked. I love the NBA. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it way more of way more way more right now. Of course, um, the Knicks are able are the Knicks coming off their um the best like playoff run since 2013, yeah. and of course, um, it's gonna a lot of exciting teams to lo- watch out for. The Eastern Conference is gonna be, I think, really good this year. Yes, it will, but. Mainly the Celtics and Bucks, of course. Yeah, I mean, but then of course there will be teams like the Cavs, the Knicks, the yep. Sixers, like in their like own category. I think even you know, I mean Miami still. Too. Oh yeah, Miami. Even though they did like lose some lose some players, mm-hmm. and of course did not get Dame themselves. Yep, yep. That was a big blow for them. I think Brooklyn to be a. Uh, oh yeah, Macau Bridges, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the East is gonna be good. I, you know, when when I look out west, Aiden, west is gonna be like a a. Like a little gap between like I don't really see a clear favorite because you know Denver they lost a few pieces as well. Bruce Brown did not come back. They did, yeah, they did lose some pieces and um, and some like depth that that they had. they don't have like a load of depth. Yeah, I know, and that was their strength last year. Is that they had three, four guys who came off the bench. Yeah, um, and, and, and played really well. When I look out west, uh, I mean, I think I think Phoenix is probably the team I look at because they've just got the star power. 
they've got the big three there with KD, uh, Beal, and, and Devin Booker. Yeah, of course. You just you got to obviously see that. And then, of course, they got some depth from that um that trade. And then, of course, a new head coach in yeah. Phoenix, in Frank Vogel, who has experience with the L.A. Lakers, won the um, bubble championship with them. Um, so, yeah, um, I feel like those are the top two seeds, the Nuggets and the Suns, because, like, I still think Denver can – is the top seed? Yeah, they're they're gonna be. I mean, they're just so well coached, and and Jokic is is so good. Yeah, Michael Malone's been there for a while. Do you think? Would you say Jokic is the best player in, in the league right now? Yes, I would. I would probably have to say so, right? Yes, I remember when it was like the Jokic MB talk, yep. and now it's like I guess mentioned in and one earlier. Um, there's like a bigger gap now because Jokic, yeah, way better. Absolutely. I. I don't know about way better, but he, he. It's not like not like super way better, but like I'm like way better some, in a little like. He does some things that I think put him on a different type of level than than Joel Embiid, who is a generational player himself. But they both Jokic, are. Jokic, I, and we've just never seen anyone like him. So, uh, but yeah, Bo- Suns, both international players as well. Yep, yep, both foreign guys. Uh, Suns and Warriors tonight. Where are you with the Warriors, Aiden? I'm a little down on them. Like, I know Chris Paul is like a nice veteran. I think they're getting a little too old. I don't know. I think yeah, the Warriors, getting... father time is starting to catch up with them a little bit. And there's talks. They still haven't extended Clay Thompson with the extension deadline uh, tonight, I believe, at, at 7 o'clock. Um, so I think we're right around the, the extension deadline. So if they don't reach that with Clay Thompson, he's going to be a, a free agent this upcoming offseason. So maybe you could – finally start to see the, the, the pieces fall apart a bit in, in the Warriors dynasty. So right now obviously they're still gonna be like a good team, but they're not they're of course getting older. Mm-hmm. Steph's getting older, Clay's getting older, Draymond's getting older. They mm-hmm. lost Jordan Poole. Yep. Um so yeah, like they're not gonna be like they're not gonna be like the top level team of like twenty fifteen, sixteen. No, they're still but they're still gonna be like a like four or five seed, I could see from them. Like I agree. behind of course the Suns, Nuggets and Lakers. And I've and look whatever like situ- whatever the situation is Memphis potentially. Th- so wait, wait, wait. You think the Lakers are are better than Golden State? As of right now, yeah. You think so? Yeah. The Lakers for me. That I mean, real real stuff. It's gonna be like, you know. I just, last year at this point they were like expected to not even be like a playoff team. So but like, then like th- that run they made just made me like feel like it low key. And of course. Braun eighty, Austin Reeves. Yeah, they've got Christian Wood there now. That was a nice pickup. I forgot he was on that team. There, there's a lot of players I forget who are who are on different teams now. But D'Lo is still there. Oh yeah, D'Lo. They they have Gabe Vincent now. Yeah, I mean they have a. That Rui's still there. You know the Lakers are actually a pretty solid team depth wise. Now that I look at it, it is. Um, I think they probably need just like. I I don't even know. They probably need another shooter. Honestly. They don't have they don't I mean Dave Vincent is like their pure catch and shoot guy, um, and Austin Reeves does a little bit of that too. But yeah, you know I think outside of LeBron, the supporting cast is decent. I would actually, it is a good decent. I would agree too. I think, the, I think the Lakers are better than the Warriors right now. Yeah, they are better than the Warriors, in my um, opinion. So they've got Denver tomorrow night and uh, and the two opening games, and then the full slate opens up. Uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday, Nets will be hosting the Boston Celtics. That I, I'm ready. For, I'm excited for that matchup. Listen. Like I'm, I've said the Knicks. I think the Knicks are gonna have a a great year. I think they're a fifty win team. I they c- they could be. It's like between like f- 
between like forty six and like between forty six and fifty. But of course, like no, like knowing of course Milwaukee and Boston, it's gonna be like rough against them. And then of course there'll be some tough games with Miami, Cleveland, yeah, um, even Brooklyn, low key. Because um, we have not pu- we have not played the um, Nets that well the um, last like four years. True, but of course they had like their big three. Now they don't have their big three. They have, but they have Bridges, who is still a great player. But the Knicks, I could I could see some great things from them with their roster. And let's end on uh, the faithful Philadelphia 76ers and their ongoing saga. Uh, their drama. You know, the J- drama. James Harden uh, not showing up. Uh, to practice and, and signing it was a personal issue. You know, I, I just wonder, Aiden, how committed he's going to be throughout the year because with James Harden, I don't think you can trust him if he shows up, um, you know, if he starts showing up um, game after game and he's at every team workout and stuff. I can't trust him to do that consistently. I think at any point he could become frustrated with the front office once again and, and Daryl Morey and, he might pull a Kyrie Irving and just kind of go off the grid. Uh, I think that's a possibility with him. Yeah, this is just this is just not it for like a for a player like James Harden who is like who of course dominated the last decade, and now he's just making all this drama and like not wanting to play basketball. Like that's just uh, it's just it's not what you need. I don't I don't want to see that from like any player at all in any sport any sport. But like of course with basketball, like it's like come on, you need you got you gotta. Be somewhere where you're going to help the team and not just hurt them right away. And, of course, he's going out there speaking on Daryl Morey and, like, how he never wants to put in in an organization with him. And it's just – yeah, it's just it's, – I don't even know what's up with the Sixers. And poor Embiid, too, because, like, he's had to deal with, like, so much. Yeah. With, like, ben, ben Simmons, now Harden. And, of course, when, like, Jimmy Butler left, like – Six the Sixers are just I don't even I don't even know what's up with the Sixers they're in a, they're in like a weird spot now I think one of the bright spots for them is they do bring in Nick Nurse who yes they do Nick Nurse NBA champion with the Toronto Raptors he's a great coach and he's gonna figure out ways to get Joel Embiid you know the touches that maximize him as an off I mean the the guy put up thirty three and a half last year led the league in story data when he had Doc Rivers as his coach yeah who really didn't even run any sort of offensive sets. He was just kind of like, okay, James Harden, you know, if you're open, you know, made something happen, Joel, just kind of just kind of roam around That's just, around the paint. Like, there really was no no, no no sort of action to get Joel and me consistent looks at the basket uh, or to set him up in any sort of pick and rolls. Um, but I think Nick Nurse is great at that stuff. And I think Joel and me could, honestly, as crazy as it sounds, have an even an even better statistical year this year than he did last year, and obviously won the MVP last season. Um, as good as I think Jokic is, this could be the type of season for Embiid where people are like, okay, well, two years in a row he's putting up those type of scoring numbers. Maybe he does have Jokic by a little bit just because of the scoring alone. Definitely, um, definitely could be. But of course, like the thing for the Sixers, they need to get out of the second round. They need to get past, obviously, the Celtics who have had their number. I don't see it happening this year. No, I don't see I don't see it happening. <laughs> I see, because I, they're most likely going to run into either Boston or Milwaukee in the second round. Exactly. And I honestly even think the Knicks are a good matchup for them in the second the round. The Knicks could be a great matchup for them, and it could go to like six games at least with the Knicks and the Sixers. And, of course, Nick Nurse, of course, they're doing – 
it's a new experiment for them. Of course, Nick Nurse, as I mentioned, NBA champion with the Toronto Raptors. And, of course, Doc Rivers, he, he, just ch- he was choking in a lot of playoff series with the Sixers, the Clippers, and even the Celtics. Like, so, yeah, it's a new, co- new, coaching, staff, new coaching staff. And, of course, um, you, just, you just need to figure this stuff out with Harden because it's just – you cannot carry this on through your whole season because it's uh, – this talks – Tox, just like toxicness, just mm-hmm. you cannot carry it. It's if you want to win basketball games, just work together as a team. Absolutely, and make sure you have, make sure you all work together. Don't just be like, oh, I'm the star, I'm the star player. Oh my god, the chemistry is what matters more, and how you want, how you want to play the role on your team. We gotta get you on a on a call. Yes, which I get, I get, <laughs> I get, I get talent. Is yes, there is a lot of talent, but it's how you want to put the talent on the court. By position, mm-hmm. where they fit best. I think that 2019 Raptors team with, with Kawhi there, um, and all the veterans they had. I think they were a really kind of tight knit group. Would you agree? I mean, I they think, were. I think they Lowry, battled through a lot of that. Kawhi, Siakam, like yep. Van Vliet, they they did their job. Um, and they beat a team like Golden State in the finals. I mean, yeah, Toronto the Dynasty was a great Warriors team that year, but yeah, Toronto did their job that year. That was. And I know KD got hurt and all that. Yeah, KD, um, Clay, like stuff like that. Yep. But still, um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's crazy how as uh, bottom of the third has gotten underway. Bryce Harper's going to strike that looking here. But it's crazy how in one city you could have two teams on top of the world right now, Phillies and Eagles, where the city is so captured by them. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, the Sixers are playing in two days, they, <laughs> they just, just they, don't really care. They should just stay, stay focused on the Eagles and Phillies because those teams actually they like they have a, a lot of uh, obviously the Sixers same thing, but they're the Eagles and well, Phillies are actually well run. Eagles <laughs> and Phillies a lot of passion. The Phillies being able to have the Atlanta Braves number, the Eagles playing playing well football, and of course having one of the um like a diehard fan base around them, and like of course loving their team to death. Yeah, but like yeah, like. Oh my God! They've got they're like they're going to championship. Both of them going to championships, and this was what last year was for me. As the as me not being a South Jersey resident, my first year down here, both of them go to the championship. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what magic is this? What, what yeah. kind of magic are they getting? I don't like New York. We don't, we don't get any of this. We need but the Nets to save the New York sports scene. I am right? desperate for a championship so bad. Um, I how want. Are the, how are the Rangers doing? Um, we're like. Three, two, and zero. Oh. Um, we haven't won a cup in like twenty nine years, though. Yeah, not good. All right. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what ha- we'll see what happens. We'll see if MSG's rocking come summertime. But uh, that'll do it for offsides here on this Monday. I got Aiden Ray across the desk for me, sticking it out the whole way. Uh, Sam Prince had to leave um, a little early. He is uh, ripping some pop flavor right now uh, under FM dial eighty nine point seven Rowan Radio WGLS FM. You can go listen to Sam for the next hour. 45 minutes or so, he's playing all of the uh, hottest uh, Hot 100 hits over there on the radio. Uh, as for Offsides, that will conclude today's episode. Offsides is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Have a great rest of your Monday, and uh, for you Phillies fans out there, best of luck. You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. 
for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Thank you.